keeps is a, a way for you to keep your hair. I mean, look at my hair. Look it at my is. Hair. It is luxurious. It your is, hair. isn't it? It's a luxurious mane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now look at your hair. Mm-hmm. You, you. I mean, do you want to look like him? It's, I mean, you know what he's going to look like when his hair is white like mine? <laughs> yeah, probably pretty uh, bad. Homer Simpson. Yeah. Homer Simpson. You Un- think? Yeah. Unless you've gone to Keeps. Oh, okay. Keeps has uh, more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Hundreds of thousands of guys trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention. All you have to do is answer a few questions online, snap a couple of pictures of your hair, and a licensed doctor reviews your information, recommends the right hair loss treatment for you, then ships it to your door. You don't have to move. Uh, just, which might be causing other problems in your life besides hair loss. But Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. Get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments at Keeps. Keeps.com slash save. America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There is a lot to report on today. First, I mean, Adam Schiff weeps and the world laughs. Uh, it's the uh, January 6th hearings yesterday. Two congressmen could not control their emotions. They were so upset by it. Uh, and I think that's fantastic. I really, I really do. Um, I'm not one to make fun of people crying unless you really don't have anything to cry about. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you something to cry about. That's what my father would have said uh, yesterday. We're going we're gonna to talk about that this hour. Ben Shapiro is joining us on the show. We're going to talk a lot about authoritarianism. And we, we begin with the growing state in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. If you have a mortgage on your home, there is a good chance you can find a better rate or, you know, more comfortable loan terms right now. The market is still in your favor and getting rates under three percent is still possible. Federal Housing Finance Agency has gotten rid of the adverse market fee. So you have even a better chance of saving the kind of money that can really make a difference in your monthly savings. If you're the fiscally responsible type, um, you know that a constant worry during your working years is that by the time you're ready to retire, you won't be able to. And there's a ton of reasons why that's a healthy fear to have. I don't know if any of us are going to be able to retire right now. The government wants you to take loans out. They want you to take loans out. And so they're making it very, very easy to take loans out because what they want you to do is save 200, 300, 500, even a thousand dollars a month, and then go take that money and go spend it. Here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to take those greedy SOBs and I'd like you to borrow the money at a lower interest rate and then use that money to pay things off. Imagine if you had $1,000 a month, how fast you could pay your mortgage off if you just took that 1000 and you applied it to the mortgage without the interest. Just write, pay down the uh, principal. You can do this with your credit cards, your, uh, your home mortgage. 
It is a really, really good thing that I think you should you should look into today by calling American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Tonight on the Wednesday night special at 9 p.m., this is a must-watch on Blaze TV. I am focusing on an alarming new strategy from the White House. It's something that America barely even noticed when it was released last month. We did, and we started our researchers looking into it. Big media just rubber-stamped it with their approval. But it was put together by the National Security Council, and it is a blueprint for sweeping government action called the National Strategy for Countering Domestic Terrorism. With zero focus on movements like BLM and Antifa, which has caused over a billion dollars in physical damage in the last year and how many people have died. Zero focus on ransomware attacks from Russia and China and zero focus on the ongoing threats from radical Islamic terrorist groups. This national strategy declares America's greatest national security threat to be violent extremists, principally those who promote the superiority of the white race. Now, those guys have always been a problem. Um and I don't I'm not for white supremacy. You're no friend of mine if you're a white supremacist. You're an idiot. And if you're a violent white supremacist, you'll get your you're a Nazi. So I don't really know what to say about those guys other than I've always been against them and I think most people are. This White House strategy, however, has disturbing implications for the constitutional rights of all Americans as we're already seeing governments as if surveillance systems turning uh, their focus on us, the U.S. citizen. The Capitol uh, riots on January 6th, foolish, tragic, awful. Everybody I know was against it. But predictably, the White House and the U.S. national security apparatus are seizing that event to redefine domestic terrorism. That is exactly, that's all this thing, this hearing is about. To expand the powers of government to prevent you from speaking. You need to know about their new blueprint for big government and big tech to surveil, root out, and silence all of America's quote-unquote deplorables, all in the name of national security. Tonight is a very important Wednesday night special. If you are not subscribed to The Blaze, please subscribe now. Uh, you can subscribe at blazetv.com, and uh, you can also watch this on Blaze TV YouTube. It's Biden's new domestic terrorism threat. You. Make sure you use the promo code Glenn, and you'll save 10% on tonight's special. Now, let me go through a couple of things that we're not going to have time to cover, and this should tell you something. Big Tech uh, has now... Uh, partnered with the government, the biggest U.S. Tax, uh, tech companies, including Facebook, Microsoft, they are expanding the types of extremist content shared between firms in a key database. This is part of the national strategy. So here's what they're doing. The group will add attacker manifestos, often shared by sympathizers after white supremacist violence. Can you tell me, Stu, the last white supremacist violence that you saw in the news? 
Maybe uh, Charlottesville. Other than a few of the people of January sixth. Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, uh, not there's not not a big factor in our country. There no, are not a lot of white supremacists in our nation. I know this is shocking to the mainstream media. Uh, so here's the thing: uh, they are now they're now working together, and they will use lists from intelligence sharing group Five Eyes. Do you know what Five Eyes is? Come on, Five Eyes. Anybody? Five Eyes are. And I'm going to I'm going to blow this here, but it's uh, France, Australia, England, the United States. Maybe Germany. I can't remember, but it's the biggest Western uh, intelligence group. So our CIA, you know, MI6, uh, they work together and it's five eyes. Canada is is one of them. Uh, and we share all of the information as much as we care to share. Well, now we're sharing a database of extremists and those who are anti-government. It's hmm. uh, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, New UK, Zealand, and right. the United States. Okay. All right. Uh, anyway, so we are now playing with counter-terrorism organizations. And they are now starting to um, uh, access a global database, and they're getting input from Reddit, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Verizon Media, Microsoft, LinkedIn, Dropbox. All of that is going to a global database. Is this a is this a problem? Is this a problem? And by the way, at the same time, these high tech companies are saying that you're lying. And if you're lying about things, they're going to they're going to make sure that your disinformation or misinformation of specifically about the virus, that if you are not telling the truth on that, you're going to be banned. Well, you know, it's really, really weird. Um, if you were looking at uh if you were watching the internet at all, you might have heard about this person that just left the F- the ER, and that when they were in the hospital there for COVID, they they saw that we are officially being crushed by this Delta variant. It is it's much more dangerous uh, than ever before, and it's it's somebody who wrote this just left the ER. Um. Unfortunately, that's not true because that exact message is being tweeted out by several people. And we're kind of wondering who did that? And where are the fact checkers on this one? Who is who is uh, putting out propaganda and pushing that out? So everybody goes and worries about the uh, Delta um, uh, virus. Hmm. Who's doing that? Because Twitter is all over misinformation. In fact, yesterday, Twitter suspended the 2020 election audit accounts. Now, these for multiple states, they banned accounts linked to the official 2020 election audits. These are the official state uh, accounts. So they just thought that they should ban the audit war room in Wisconsin, uh, in Nevada, in Pennsylvania, in Georgia, 
But other than that, don't worry about it. And I guess this happened because uh, Ken Bennett, who is the GOP secretary of state in Arizona, he is the liaison to the ongoing audit. And he came out last week and he said, I can't be a part of a process where I'm kept out of the critical aspects along the way to make the audit legitimate and have integrity when we produce the final report. He said, I've been asking, how are you coming up with these numbers? What are the things? And he's now been banned from this. He said, I, I can't vouch for a final product unless there's transparency and I can see how they're coming to these conclusions. I don't know if that's what led to the Twitter ban, but Twitter makes wants to make sure that you don't know what is happening with the audit. The U.N., has just greenlit a big tech mega database to censor American extremists online. Big tech, uh, it was a uh, group led by the most powerful and the most influential online. Um, they are going to broaden now their shared censorship data to curb extremist content and collect video and images deemed white supremacist, according to Reuters. The expansion comes after the group took on renewed urgency after January 6th. Facebook, Microsoft, Twitter, YouTube, tech oligarchs trigger happy to de-platform political dissidents founded the Global Internet Forum to counter terrorism in 2017. It's a new, according to them, collective effort to prevent the spread of terrorist and violent extremist content online. You know, we never did any of these things for... Anybody else? Anybody else? Antifa? Over a billion dollars of damage they have. Could you look up how many people have died in all of these Antifa riots? How many it's police dozens. officers? Yeah, dozens. Uh, dozens. Yeah. Dozens. Dozens. Airbnb is now in this, pledging to prevent hate groups from visiting uh, Washington, D.C. MailChimp is using its power to deplatform opinions it doesn't like. Pinterest and Instagram, Instagram have banned uh, Donald Trump. This is a growing problem in the United States. And the problem really stems from people who absolutely believe that they are right. New York Times, a New York Times reporter. This is not an opinion person. Her name is Katie Benner. She yesterday deleted tweets calling for Trump supporters to be considered enemies of the state, enemies of the state, Trump supporters. She said that uh, the January 6th committee has to do this to combat the national security threats within the country. And the solution is to target the voters of the former president. Now, she deleted because she said they were, you know, unclearly worded. Well, here's what she wrote. Today's January 6th select committee underscores America's current essential national security dilemma. Work to combat legitimate national security threats now entails calling a politician's supporters enemies of the state. As Americans, we believe state power should not be used to work against a political figure or a political party. But what happens if a politician seems to threaten the state? If that politician continues to do so out of office and his entire party supports that threat? That's not unclearly worded. We know exactly what she means. 
They're also going back now and talking more about mask mandates. A good portion of America is not going to do it. They're just not going to do it. Here's the truth. We are a nation clearly divided. We are a nation that doesn't believe in blind justice anymore. If we did, this hearing would have people who disagreed with each other on the panel. And Adam Schiff would be nowhere near it. We're being told now we have to vaccinate, which I have no problem with vaccination. I currently have antibodies and the antibodies are shown by science to be better than the than the um, uh, inoculation. So when I feel like I need it, I'm going to take the vaccine. It's not a problem. I'm not giving it to my kids, but I don't have a problem taking the vaccine. But see, this is not about the vaccine. This is not about saving people. None of this is. This is not about stopping violence on the streets. This is not about stopping people who don't like uh, the government in power. It's not. Otherwise, you'd be going after Antifa as well, because they they are claiming they want an end to the Constitution and an end to capitalism and an end to this government. All right. So why are we looking into them? Because that's not what we're looking for. We're not looking for the truth. We're looking for a political uh, viewpoint that is being deemed the truth. And anything that stands against it is evil, is wrong, is a danger to society. And you have to fear whatever it is. You fear that. You notice, as we have said almost every day this week, it is black and Hispanics, for the most part, that are not getting vaccinated. It's not Trump supporters alone. And many Trump supporters have already gotten the vaccine. But why are we made to feel that it's white extremists, that it's white people who voted for Donald Trump that are the problem here? That's not. This is all about fear. Everything they do is about fear. And the lockdown has turned fear into a virtue. I want you to listen carefully to this. Because this is the problem. Those who are afraid to believe they're better people than those who aren't. And will subconsciously look for ways to multiply fear because that is is their virtue they believe they're better people and everything in our society is saying yes if you agree with crt if you agree with marxism if you agree with you know anti-white whatever that's a virtue fear fear is their virtue that's why when you go up into places where they are like New York, they are terrified when you walk in without a mask. Terrified. They're completely irrational. But it's a virtue. Uh, let me tell you about Built.com. Did you hear what Boris Johnson is doing in England? 
he is he is now uh, putting together his own little uh, junk food credit score. Wait until you hear this. <laughs> you want to talk about authoritarian? And it's all because he's getting in shape. And so he wants to lead the nation into getting in shape. Oh, so he can force everybody. Hmm. Uh, I want you to know, Built Bar is good for you. It will help you lose weight. It'll help you keep the weight off. It'll help you keep healthy. But it does it in a candy bar. It does it in a really, really good 100% chocolate Candy bar is the only way I can ex- describe it. It's not right to say it's a protein bar, even though that technically is what it is. I think it's a candy bar. Um, here is the here's the great thing. Right now, they have nine different flavors. You can get a mix box. You can try two of each of the nine flavors, and they are really, truly amazing. I, I mean, you should do it. They should do a mounds test. You know, Almond Joy has nuts. Mounds don't. So it would be mounds. They're, they're coconut bar. I don't think you can tell the difference. Built Bar. You can find them at built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Save 15% off your next order. Uh, your mouth and your body is going to thank you for it. It's built.com. Promo code BEC15. 10 seconds. Station ID. I want to tell you about what's coming uh, starting in England now, uh, and it is coming our way, but I'm going to run out of time. Let me tell you about first what happened with the U.S. Court of Appeals. The Tenth Circuit uh, on Monday said a Christian web designer who lives in Colorado has to create websites that she says violates her religious beliefs. This is so un-American When you say, I have a right to my own conscience, and they say, no, you don't. And the reason why the court is saying is because she's the best. She's the one everybody wants. And if she doesn't do it, then they're going to get something, you know, not quite as good. Well, couldn't I say that about Starbucks? When Starbucks says you have to wear a mask, and they say, well, then you just can't come in if you don't want to wear a mask or you're not vaccinated. Yeah, but Starbucks is the best. I'm 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 relegated to a substandard uh, coffee shop. Really? This is the Glenn Beck program. I am not a person who believes in censorship from the outside. I do believe in censoring my own stuff. You know what I'm watching, what I'm listening to. It's our responsibility as an individual. Or in the case of kids, it's the responsibility of parents. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but Hollywood loves to make things that are great. But the language, the violence, the adult content, uh, I'm a little overwhelmed. I don't know when everything became pornographic. There is a service out there called VidAngel, and they give you control over the content in your home. They, they give you the opportunity to set filters for exactly what you want to see or what you don't want to see in your home. VidAngel works with most movies and TV on Amazon Prime and Netflix. It's so smooth, you hardly even notice it. Check out VidAngel today. I think you're going to love it. Your family will love it. You can watch the shows you want to watch without any of the crap that you don't want. VidAngelBeck.com. 
Use the promo code BEC1. You get VidAngel for a month for free for all. I'm uh, sorry, for only a dollar. BEC1, VidAngel, BEC.com. Back to back, Studios America, Glenn TV tonight on Blaze TV starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome uh, to Mr. Pat Gray. We want to talk a little bit about the hearing yesterday in Washington, D.C., which um, I have a really very difficult time. Uh, Could we please play Adam Schiff? I have a problem with Adam Schiff even being on this committee Mm -hmm. or even being in Congress at this point. Mm -hmm. But here he is with all of the credibility on what January 6th was really all about better the next time god help us Mm. and if we're so driven by bigotry and hate that we attack our fellow citizens as traitors if they're born in another country or they don't look like us (laughs) sorry i'm so emotional (laughs) he's actually crying here (laughs) is he yeah is he (laughs) squeezing out the tears (laughs) god help us god help us exactly Exactly, i have faith because of folks like you yeah okay yeah. so he has faith oh, because of oh my people like that are testifying yesterday are you okay Pat? Faith. i'm not i'm uh, not Pat does not look okay it's too emotional so I, you, do you know that they actually moved barricades <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hang on just a second. A podium, think, a podium was I, taken. I, I, <laughs> Don't take our podiums, please, by all that is good, right, and holy. Don't abscond with the podium. There was a lot of absconding going on. Uh, here's the here, here's the thing. First of all, I think both sides are in a state of delusion um and i think because everybody has whipped everybody up into a frenzy mm-hmm. and it's not when i say everybody's whipped up no really only the media and the politicians in washington have whipped everybody up by calling this the worst attack on <laughs> on american institutions since the civil war <sighs> is so ridiculous yes. we all i was horrified Mm -hmm. my wife was horrified everyone i know Mm -hmm. was horrified while this was going on we were horrified that we're like where's the president where's the president why isn't the president coming out we were horrified that he didn't immediately Mm -hmm. get on and say stop it we don't do this stop it okay that's true now this is from the group of people who also were horrified that nobody in Seattle, nobody in Portland, nobody in the rest of the country, it seems, actually stood up in their own cities and said, stop it right now when it comes to Antifa. Mm-hmm. Now, they're trying to prosecute and persecute anyone, anyone who voted for Trump because of what, honestly, maybe let's let's get i'll give you the benefit of the doubt maybe 200 people did i think there were probably 50 that were committed to it and the rest were hapless dupes that just followed in and got tied into it and some people just you know caught up in the emotion got very angry and committed Mm -hmm. crimes committed crimes and they should go to jail yeah or or be fined i mean a lot of them were 
again absconding with a podium might not necessarily. <laughs> don't worry about I'm me, sorry, please. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't worry about me. I didn't mean to bring you back to that place. Wow, that dark, dark place. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is the guy with the podium under his arm walking through the rotunda. <laughs> you know the reason why these guys care so much is because it happened to them for the first time. Right. It happened to yeah. them. It, yeah. They're not small business owners. They're yeah. not. They're not worried about the police mm-hmm. being defunded. Nobody's defunding the police in Washington D.C. No. Imagine if those people did that to the Capitol, and then the rest of America said, "You know what? We need to do defund the police in Washington D.C." Imagine how those people in the Capitol would feel. No. That's exactly what they have been encouraging. For the rest of America. Yeah. If there's a defund the Capitol Police movement right now, mm-hmm. maybe we could take them seriously on their other claims. But they don't care if people in Minneapolis die because no. the new police don't show up. They nope. don't care. They don't it's care. got nothing to do with it. Nope. They, don't, they don't care at all. And, the, you know, this. remember, during the George Floyd riots, places all over Washington, D.C. were on fire. Right? Yes. Like there was yeah. all sorts yes. of violence that Multiple happened times. Mm-hmm. when that was going on but it wasn't in the same to place. It wasn't, it wasn't aimed directly at them, so yep. they didn't care about yep. it. Yep, 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 yep. Absolutely every time. There was one guy uh, that actually uh, said the truth. I don't think he noticed that he was saying the truth. Can you play uh, the, uh, the police officer? I don't remember which one he is. Yeah, that one. Listen to this. They had marching orders, so to say, um, when He's saying when people Trump. feel emboldened by people in power, they they assume that they're right. Like the the one of the scariest things Listen about January six is that the people that were there, even to this day, think that they were right. They think that they were right, and that that makes for a scary recipe for for the future of this country. I know. Ask Seattle. Ask Portland. Mm-hmm. Ask Chicago. Ask any place in America where defund the police. Ask the people in Minneapolis. Do they feel that they were wrong? They were emboldened by the system, Mm -hmm. by the uh, local community, by the mayors, by the city council, now by the president. They were emboldened when they were being bailed out by our now vice president. Jeez. I mean, think of that. Think of that. Donald Trump hasn't provided bail for any of these people. Kamala Harris provided bail for people in Antifa and Minneapolis and all over the country. And so, yeah, some of whom were attacking federal buildings. Yes. So, yeah, I don't I don't think that police officer really understood what he said. And from the beginning of the hearing yesterday, Benny Thompson, the I guess he's the chair of the committee. Yeah. Uh, started out by saying, we are here to deal only in fact. In we fact. will only deal in right. fact. And the right. first thing he did was lie about how many people died. Seven people. Lost Seven, people. Seven people. Seven people. Seven uh, people. That's, no. that's sick, Nick. We know sick Nick died. And they lied about that as well. They what said do you mean? he was beaten to death. He, uh, was, well, he died yeah, as no. a result of the injuries incurred in the riot. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, he, he must no, have. The day didn't. after, he must have. He had two strokes. He had two strokes. Even yeah, but doctors say that so. those strokes were certainly caused on by the... Yeah. They did say oh, tied okay. to the events, right? No, they didn't. No. They came out and the said it had did nothing not say to that. do. Corner right. said... He said the opposite. This was a ticking time bomb would have happened anyway. 
I thought in the yeah, in yeah, the report was, they said that it, yeah, that nope. while it was a stroke, it was uh, look it up, it could, yeah, look it up. Okay. I think I remember the I'm coroner almost coming. positive. Yeah, I am too. The, the, the coroner, coroner did not blame. Yeah. But regardless, it was not a traditional, regardless. how you Correct. think of a traditional, Correct. like, you know, D- David, uh, was it David Dorn who died in the, in the riots, the police officer, mm-hmm. retired police officer, he was shot. That that's how you that's how you think of no, death right. yes. yeah. in a riot, right? Yes. Like you beat over the head with a with a fire yeah, There were no injuries that caused Sicknick's death. Maybe blood pressure. Mm. I mean, he had he had high blood pressure because of the event. That that's as about as good out. as you can get. Yeah. That's about as good as you can get. Then two officers died by suicide afterward in, in the following week. Yeah. Okay. You can't blame that on the. You can't blame that on the riot. How do you blame that on the riot? Right. A protester was shot by police. Two protesters suffered fatal heart attacks. And another uh, died of a suspected drug overdose. Yeah. The only person actually killed as a result of what was going on was was Ashley Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Yep. And And she shouldn't have been there. She shouldn't have been there. That's right. But I and I, I I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her family. But she shouldn't have been there. And and you know she knew a gun was pointed at her and climbed through a barricaded building. Yeah, I mean, like it's true. It's so go through the 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 you know the justified shootings that have happened, and we've talked about on the air from police officers to African Americans in communities. Like mm-hmm. this one was worse by her actions was worse than many of those that mm-hmm. were justified. I mean, like this is, I, I don't know how that became this like cause celeb among some conservatives where we're supposed to say that police officers are not allowed to shoot people who are b- going through barricades in the middle of an ongoing riot inside the Capitol building. Like I, I don't, I don't understand that particular point of view all that well, mm-hmm. especially when we have, I think correctly argued over and over again, if you go and you're charging at an officer uh, they have the right to shoot you, right? Like we've, how many, how many mm-hmm. videos have we talked about where the left is coming out and saying, no, they should have just let that girl stab the other girl and they shouldn't have done anything. I mean, that's the left's arguments constantly. And for whatever reason that has surrounded this particular case, they did, you know, look, she did something that I'm, you know, I, I feel bad about because I don't want people to die, but that is the officer in that case, I believe. Uh, acted in a justifiable manner that being said it's tragic and, and but it also supports what conservatives say which is like this this was the one death that occurred in this riot there was another like there's a woman and it's terrible a woman who's in the middle of all of this wound up having health problems collapsed on the ground and was basically trampled while she was having some sort of heart heart attack at- attack that's a terrible terrible story However, it is not justifiable. I haven't either. It's a a terrible thing to say, oh, well, this many people died. Right? Like, okay, yes, she did die in the the incident. But it had nothing to do with it. But it was not like murderous people came up Mm -hmm. and tried to kill. Like, that was not what happened here. It was a terrible tragedy. In the way they mean it. Yes, exactly. No one died in the way they mean it. Yeah, I think that's 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 a that's an appropriate. Yeah, uh, because Ashley Babbitt, that's that's not their example of what went wrong. What are the protesters that they didn't like that shouldn't have been there died? So right, like nobody died defending it. Nobody died in Congress. Nothing happened in that way. Like if you were to say a mass shooting occurred and one person died, it was the shooter. Yeah, right. Oh, well. Like that. Well, not that's not how they would summarize that yes. story. That's how they're right. summarizing it yeah. here. They would have said injured and uh only yeah. one fatality and it was the shooter 
Right. And yep. so, look, look, I, again, it, was it a good incident? No. But, like, you know, as no. we were talking about this a little bit before we, had, we went on the air, there are some people on the right, very few, who are basically saying it was nothing. It was well, just a, a I think this is, honestly, this is where I started. That's coming from... It's pushback. It's pushback. Yes, because, it's like, how because dare you say that? Right. Because mm-hmm. on the other side, the media has been telling us for a very long time that this was the Civil War. Just like with the voting stuff, they say it's Jim Crow 2.0. Everything's the most extreme thing that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it is closer to nothing than it is to the Civil War. No right. question. <laughs> it's and not as controversial. And, 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 or 9-11. Let me tell you something. Or People 9/11. are just sick of this. Romney, Romney, might have been Genghis Khan. Romney was the worst (laughs) ever. That's right. He was going to be so draconian. He would be so uh, anti-Democrat. Are you kidding me? He practically is. He is a Democrat. Mm -hmm. He is a Democrat. Everybody, everybody, they, they play this nuclear card every time. Every single time. Let me tell you, this is how this is going to end. It's going to end with nothing except an impression. It's going to be a big impression. But it will be played again. There's going to be something because they history is not, you know, people say history always repeats itself. Let me say it differently. History is repeating itself. This is exactly like the Black Tom event, uh, which which pierced and broke every window in lower Manhattan. It it's the reason we can't go up into the torch anymore uh, of the Statue of Liberty, because the explosion was so big, it actually broke the arm of the Statue of Liberty. Uh, And Woodrow Wilson knew exactly what it was. Everybody who was involved knew what it was. It was German terrorism. They came over here to blow up the munitions that we were sending to the Allies for World War uh, I. They couldn't have those munitions come, so they blew them up just in New Jersey. It destroyed so much. It was a big, big deal. Woodrow Wilson said it was the capitalists that did it. And then it was just brushed aside for a while. And we're looking into it. We're looking into it. But nothing really happened. And then when FDR needed to round up the Japanese, he used that fear and said, we've just found out what happened in like 1916. We just found out what happened with Black Tom and it was the Germans. And if the Germans can do that, the Japanese will do it here. So we've got to act on this now. This is just the predecessor of something bigger that is coming, and they are building the foundation. Thank you so much, Pat. Yep. Pat Grant leashed, by the way. We do have the Sicknick thing. Do you want to hear this real quick? No, it, wait until yeah, after the okay. commercial. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I want to. Uh, I uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about LifeLock. LifeLock. Every day, we put our information at risk on the internet, and in an instant, a cyber criminal could steal what's yours. Sometimes even harm your finances and credit. That's why there's LifeLock. They'll help you detect a wide range of identity threats, and they'll work with you to fix it if there's a problem, if your data ends up getting compromised. That's because nobody can prevent all cybercrime because it's too expansive and it's changing every day, and they know that. That's why they have people on staff to clean it up in case something slips through. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. The Glenn Beck Program. 
Uh, so we have the uh, we have the clarification on Brian Sicknick, the officer who died from injuries suffered in January 6 riot, which is what they said yesterday. And that's definitely not that true. That is not true. Right. Read what the coroner said. Yeah. The chief medical examiner, Francisco Diaz, told the Washington Post that the autopsy found no evidence that Mr. Sicknick suffered an allergic reaction to the chemical spray or evidence of internal or external injuries, but said, quote, all that transpired played a role in his condition. Okay, a role in his condition. Right. So there were two people that died of a heart attack on the protesting side, okay, Mm -hmm. while they were in the Capitol. They died because they shouldn't have been there. They were not healthy enough for something like this. They start their heart starts to race. They have a heart attack. Yeah, had heart condition. This and, guy yeah. has obviously was prone for a stroke, probably had high blood pressure. It didn't happen to him at the Capitol. It happened to him the day after. Mm-hmm. So the guy was most likely going to have a stroke anyway because he was prone to that. He could have been out yeah. in a, you know, in a situation where he was just arguing with somebody and dropped dead later. Right. But, you know, if he had gone to work and stood there and nothing occurred all day, would he have had a stroke? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe what not. what the coroner is saying, yeah. but also saying that, like, he was predisposed to this, something like this happening anyway. Yeah. This all he had to do is condition. get his blood pressure to spike. Yeah. And that can happen in today's right. world just by listening to the news. <laughs> so... You know, there was only one person that was killed, and that was uh, a protester killed uh, by a cop. This is the Glenn Beck Program.